Bienvenue dans l'épisode 24 du podcast Bonté Chaotique. Vous devrez pardonner notre français. Let the chaos begin. I'm Kim, your host, and I play Flossie Lee. Just hold my hands and follow me. This is Christy. She plays Rin. What? I don't... <laughs> People! And Steve, he plays Zeke. And I'm tired of him yelling at me about the damned engine I poured dust into. And Chad, our GM, who plays Gideon and Wade. Guys, there's a large ship coming our way. After narrowly escaping both the event horizon of a black hole and a strange creature from another dimension, the irritated badger limps slowly to Earth. Hoping to rest up and make some much-needed repairs for the ship, the crew relax in some interesting ways. We revert to real space about a week out from the solar system, uh, from Earth. And given that it's the nearest system, we burn for a week to get to Earth, mostly because the jump drive definitely needs repairs. We have no sensors. We definitely need to get that replaced. We're actually flying blind right now. Just we're flying by aid of visual sight only. Well, that and the fact that the coordinates for Earth are well known. Right. So lucky, in a way. Right. I mean, Gideon is thinking, well, I mean, we could take the sensors out of the Honey Badger 2, but then it's just going to be more work. And I mean, we're limping along just fine right now. And actually, it's about a week. Y'all just got done with a harrowing experience. And y'all are in close quarters with a whole bunch of NPCs. Are they cute? Probably. I mean, statistically average says that one of them will be. (laughs) They're statistically average. (laughs) It's good enough for me. That's what I was thinking. I mean, it's been a long time. It has. God. (laughs) They're running through all the batteries on board. (laughs) Oh, God. You know, when we stop at Earth, we have to pick up another <laughs> truckload full of batteries. <laughs> Gideon wouldn't let them siphon energy off of the reactor anymore. <laughs> You're going to cause yourself irreparable damage. Stop it. I, that's highly unlikely. Where did you learn that from? I know, right? That sounds like the <laughs> bizarre like... upbringing. Uh-huh. Anyway, uh, so actually I rolled... A one, and the first person to my left is Kim, so Flossie. Yes? Choose a player or an NPC on the ship to do a cramped quarters roll with. Rin! Okay, roll 2d6. I'm assuming we have a navigation suite, so you can add a plus two to this roll. Okay, plus two. Which is good, because I rolled a three, so that would be a five. Describe what caused the newest hurt feelings or bad blood between you. She used the last battery. (laughs) (laughs) I think we should move on. (laughs) We don't want to be privy to this particular argument. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) Okay, but for real. Bitch better step off my battery supply. I catch Rin and Kassan in Gideon's shower. (laughs) And Kassan is scrubbing Rin's back. Wait, 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 wait. This is important. 
Does Rin have her arms on or off? Off. Oh, this is serious. This is serious. And Flossie is feeling very conflicted and, and jealous and angry all at the same time. Flossie's lucky that Rin can't punch her right now. I'm not going there. <laughs> what does Flossie do? I throw back the shower door and make a very angry, pouty face at Rin. What? Why? Cassandra's covering themselves. There's no more batteries. I know, but still, I'm the one that scrubs your back, and I was... I really like them a lot. He talked about this. We had an agreement. We're done? You want to take over? Take over what? Cassandra. Oh, okay. Wait, well, no, this is bad blood, guys. <laughs> we get over things really quickly. Wait, we're, we're not men. True. I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> Even in the episode, you wanted this. <laughs> I did not want this. <laughs> but Red and Flossie did, okay? Yeah. Uh, okay. It so, did. So something goes on in Gideon's ship. And Kassan is not complaining. So Maybe. I don't know. So something is going on in Gideon's shower that causes... I him... guess I should have asked Kassan first. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Am I rubbing off on you? Because this could no. be beneficial. Not yet. <laughs> I say nothing. Um. <laughs> okay, so that next morning at breakfast, Zeke and Gideon think it's kind of weird that Flossie and Wren have a hard time making eye contact with each other. And there's Gideon there eating his uh, his rehydrated eggs and everything, talking to Zeke about stuff. It's like some you know, cream for your tea? I like this thing. It is cool, isn't it? So Kassan seems pretty happy today. They seem all chipper. Yeah. Huh. They must have had a good night. And y'all spend the rest of the week like that. Eventually, we you see Earth in the viewfinder. And it's been quite... Flossie and Ren have not been talking much. I know. It's nice, isn't it? A little bit, yeah. Yes. What's wrong with us talking? Well, Ren never talks, but Flossie hasn't been diving out of like shadows at me. Did you ever find out what that rubbery space monster is? Um, well, no, I, I've i been distracted with other things, sorry. Trying to figure out where all the batteries went? We need to know. We do no, need no, to no, know. We, no, I we don't need, think we need to know. We, didn't, what? we need to know. No, not about the slime thing, about what you've been distracted with. I don't oh, care about the slime thing. Uh, Just marketing reports from Megatribe. Boring stuff, really. Well, you sure know how to party, Zeke. He does. Yep. That's me, <laughs> Dr. Ezekiel, party animal. What? It's just painful sitting next to you sometimes. So time passes and we're approaching Earth. Let's talk about what is going on with Earth in this time period, the year 5000. So I'm assuming Earth is populated. Yes. Okay. So what type of society are we flying into? Is this advanced? Has Earth suffered like a nuclear war and there's nothing, not a whole lot left? What, what about, what is Earth's current technology level? Let's start there. Um, I think that uh, the technology would be advanced and a lot cleaner. Okay. So an advanced society that's not relying on fossil fuels probably because no. there's space travel. Okay, nope. so that's way, that's, way beyond that. That's Kim's thing. Rin, tell me something else about Earth. 
from Rin's perspective, Earth is the planet that Rin's home planet had, had populated uh, beginning um, thousands of years ago. And it started out as a genetic and social experiment. Um, so these are the people that Ren's actually related to. Is this something that's not well known? It is not something known. Okay. It's probably something only Rin knows. Couple handful of people that are on Earth because people evacuated my planet to Earth and may have survived. Possibly. So we'll there see. possibly may be some people. Okay. Steve, another fact about Earth from Zeke's perspective. Earth is the um the headquarters of Mega is where the headquarters for Megatri are located. It's the central office that everything else is. Okay, so this is where their headquarters are based. Mhm. But Megatri does not control Earth. Correct. And Earth is in, we'll say Earth is in um Union space. That makes the most sense, really. So an advanced civilization that was the result of genetic experimentation that nobody knows about, and the headquarters for Megatri are located on this planet. Must be a tax haven. You all fly in and talk to the spaceport, chatter, get clearance for landing, and you all land at the spaceport at Earth. You have Kassan and their crewmates. They don't have a ship anymore because it gained sentience and flew away. Wow, that's that's hard luck there. Good news is there's lots of opportunity on Earth for them to find work, get a new ship, and fly off into whatever the sunset looks like for them. So this is where we say goodbye to Kassan and their crew members? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's been good flying with, with Kassan. And- it was very good flying with them. Ooh, you have no idea. I, nope. he, I, I don't know. Nope. Yeah. Anyway, so... There's handshakes, maybe hugs. I don't know. Definitely hugs. Okay. <laughs> maybe hugs that last a little longer than is comfortable. Booty squish or two. Oh, good Lord. Riddle wave. They go off into safety. So job well done. Um, nobody discussed payment with Kassan, but I'm guessing y'all got your pound of flesh, so to speak. A whole pound. Oh, that came out wrong. moving on moving on moving on moving on oh god you get off the ship so gideon needs to make repairs obviously because we have no sensors in the irritated badger the jump drive is glitchy because a machete went through it somebody's machete went through it we're not naming any names or pointing any fingers i was just saving lives that's what I do. Life support was jury-rigged to, to work. The artificial gravity was kind of, you know, spotty and at some points in the in the journey, which... Which was really fun sometimes. so fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess it, it came uh-huh. in handy. That was great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> handy? Handy. Oh, God. <laughs> this is what happens when you role-play with a bunch of middle-aged parents. Middle-aged women. You disembark from the irritated badger. You are on Earth, the three of you. Uh, Gideon is arranging repairs and, and parts again. This is this is going to be some pretty pricey repairs. Maybe you guys need to find a job or something. So you're in a spaceport on Earth. I'm assuming, since we are so far in the future, that maybe the countries are a little bit different. Possibly. Oh, definitely. Pro- probably. There's some difference. There's been a oh, lot what of What continent are we on? 
That would be a good question. That's a good question. Steve, what continent are we on? Europe. Let's think modern times. Like, where would this spaceport be? So, wait, is Earth like a a very important... uh, If if the headquarters for Megatri is on Earth, that tells me that it's a very important hub. Maybe like for trade or travel or science or something. All of the above. So, the main spaceport for Earth is probably pretty big. Right. So the the Earth's spaceport is probably where France used to be. I was totally just going to say that. Like it is. Well, okay. It takes up the entirety of France. All right. That that's the the space travel hub. They have the best duty free cheese shops. <laughs> so what's the crew doing? Looking for work, I guess. Yeah. How? What are you doing? I don't. This is a role playing game. There... Sandbox. We need to find a tavern. Craigslist. Don't they have job boards on at, at a tavern? Job boards? <laughs> yes. At the tavern. Absolutely. That is exactly how we're going to find work. My space basement my space basement is full of rats. I need you to take care of it. <laughs> I'm sorry, space rats. Oh, but seriously, we'll um, do we'll do a crossover with uh, Starfinder. It's like my basement's been overrun by Yasoki. I need help. <laughs> um well we could like Find a terminal and look up Indeed. <laughs> space Indeed. <laughs> so, we're not in space. We're, we're on we're, Earth. No, 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 what no, are they no. saying I'm, about the irritated badger on Yelp? I'm assuming. <laughs> I am, <laughs> I'm assuming that, oh given the fact that you're on uh, a major space station on a very important galactic hub known as Earth. The sector net probably does have like listings of boards and jobs and people are trying to connect with each other and stuff. And you all probably would be familiar with how to find jobs. Through this oh, way. that's true. We should go on Spacebook. Spacebook. How many space related puns can we come up with? <laughs> all of them. Okay. So who is going to look for jobs on the sector net? This is going to require an interface role. So whoever is good with computers. So Flossie's going to find us work. Yes. I'm going to go to keep an eye on Flossie to make sure we don't wind up with another sandworm situation. There's no sandworms on Earth. I don't know why you're even concerned. You'd find them. What? Why? Are you looking at me with your finger eyes? I'm just saying that if there is an option for sandworms on Earth, you'll find it. Unless I'm there supervising. All right, Flossie, roll. Okay, okay. Geez. Interface. So that's a 10. So you do find a job to transport sandworms to... No. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I while I was taking a drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a noser. <laughs> Does kombucha burn coming out your nose? <laughs> oh, my God. Christy's drinking kombucha. <laughs> You can tell this podcast is based in Portland. <laughs> it's hard kombucha. All right. Even more alcohol than usual. And she's also wearing yoga pants. Is she? I don't know. Stop looking under the table, Steve. We're checking to see if you're wearing yoga pants and drinking kombucha. Checking me out? Chad said you were wearing yoga pants. I didn't I'm know. Major no, luck. They are leggings that say keep Portland weird. I don't own yoga. <laughs> Jeez. For those of you curious, she's wearing jeans. <laughs> and Christy is looking very self-conscious right now. Stop looking at my eyes. Stop dressing me with your eyes. <laughs> so you rolled a 10 mm-hmm. to f- for uh, an assessment roll on the sector net. So you find, uh, you know, we find a significantly 
profitable job. Is anybody on the sector net interested in buying a weird subspace alien? That would be a barter role, I would say. Well, we're going to we're going to we're going to figure out the job first. Is a job an escort mission? What about a rescue mission? We're bad at we, both of those. You've done a rescue mission and failed horribly at it. No, no, no. We rescued them. We, They're free we on Earth now. Rescued lots of people. I want to escort Most somebody who walks really, really slow and in a weird sort of way. <laughs> Through while, the sewers? Yeah, while <laughs> things attack us. That sounds like fun. Uh, uh, mm. <laughs> Some, somebody's working out something. We've done we've done rescues. We're not doing an escort mission. So it would either be, you know what? Okay, okay. It's a very profitable job because the job is either extremely dangerous or extremely illegal. Kim, which one is it? Illegal. So it is so you being the criminal scum that you are, it's the message well, is Well, thank is you. Code. That's so sweet of you. The message is coded in a way that tells you that the the job is transporting some highly illegal cargo. That's why the the cost is very much because there's a if you get caught with this stuff, there's a significant risk of legal entanglement. What would be something that is illegal enough to cause that much trouble and concern? Steve, we're not going to say whale sputum. Um, untaxed trade good of some kind. Okay, so you're transporting some goods so some wealthy person doesn't have to pay a customs tax on it. Yes. So it's not the item itself that's illegal. It's just the fact that you're transporting it and trying to get around evading taxes is illegal. So your method is illegal. Rent, what is the thing you need to transport? So it's got to be something that's highly expensive and something that a wealthy person... Ancient art. So you're transporting ancient art from Earth to another location. What faction's territory do we need to transport this expensive artwork to? Kim? The Order of Fear. Okay. So a space pirate is trying to get, without paying taxes, some sort of ancient artwork from Earth. See, I was thinking a wealthy individual on Earth is trying to get it transported to the Order of Fears strongholds. In for an some effort reason. to fence something. Possibly. Yeah. You, okay. Okay. So maybe okay. it's stolen art. Well, maybe the artwork is concealing the actual item. And we don't know what it is. It looks the like the Declaration of Independence artwork. <laughs> That's it. But it's full of drugs. <laughs> but it, yeah, it has something it's else a, entirely. We're, okay. we're smuggling stolen artwork that contains the Declaration of Independence that is wrapped around a whole bunch of drugs. <laughs> no. That sounds about right. Reel it in. No. Reel it in, guys. Come on. Come on. This ain't a Nicolas Cage movie. <laughs> so no, no, eliminate the Declaration of Independence part. So it's artwork, maybe like um not a painting, maybe it's like a statue or something and the statue. Well, isn't this the plot of true lies? I don't know. I haven't okay. seen that. <laughs> All right. So artwork, yeah. statuary, paintings, whatever. Painted right. statues. With, so, with something inside it. And you're transporting it to the Order of Fear. Yeah. They okay. Want, uh, but, they love us. But it is paying very well. It's like you can't pass this up. Right. Okay. Okay. So are you going to accept the job? I Doesn't the yes. Order of Fear hate us? Yeah. Yes. But think of it don't, this way. Don't you hate the Order of Fear? Uh-huh. And okay. I will, yes. I'm not just going to hand it to them. Things are going to blow up. Uh-huh. Okay. Good. Yeah. How? What? We couldn't, like. Well, no, no, no. Well, we, 
we have to find out what happens by playing the game. Basement nuggets first. or something for a while. Re- yeah, we what? couldn't be rescuing puppies <laughs> or, or something friendly like that. Nope. No, 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 no. <laughs> Flossie passed up all those jobs and said, oh, this is transporting illegal artwork to pirates. Yes, that one. And I like how they were advertised Duh. the job. <laughs> well, well, no, it's coded. It was a coded message. You know, kind of like, uh, I guess the equivalent would be like uh, written like in Thieves' Can't. And it's like, oh, only another scoundrel could figure out what this is saying. It's passed up the one that's like, we'll pay you 10,000 credits to pet all these kittens. That would have been the easiest 10,000 credits. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. It's not, sent, it's not space opera enough. We sent Flossie to pick the job and... Shit, well, that's, it's I called guess natural next, consequences. Guess next time <laughs> I'm going to find us work. But this time... Okay. So you have, you accepted the job, you, on your uh, little personal, your PDA thing, you get the person hiring you, gives you a location where you can pick up the cargo. It's all done through proxies. You're not actually going to meet the person hiring you for this job. It's going to be done through their intermediaries. So you got a, a docking bay that you need to go pick up the cargo at. You can go check it out now if you want. Uh, it's going to be a little while before the Badger is uh, operational, and you do have a timetable. Oh, yeah. Let's let's take Honey Badger 2 and go scope this place out. Ren, <laughs> you're giving me weird looks. I, I just realized I'm confused. <laughs> just realized that. <laughs> we got a job in order to pay for the repairs for the ship. No, no, no. We have, we have enough to cover the repairs, but after that... We're going to need more money. Okay. That's where I was confused because I was wondering how we were going to do the job without a show. Okay. All better. Very <laughs> We're doing this job on credit. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so you guys are going to go check it out in your shuttle? Yep. As you are getting into the shuttle and you go... No, actually, no. I mean, this is a. It's all within the same spaceport. So, I mean, flying out and then flying around might be too much. I mean, you could get like those little um oh, bicycles, like a, like, like a like a hover cart or something to get you there. Because this is a big spaceport. I mean, I'm assuming that there would be like you know elevated monorails or transportation, Ubers. yeah, ways to get you around. I mean, this the spaceport's like a well. I mean, it's the size of France, France. so it's a country sized airport, train, spaceport. Systems, shuttle systems or something. Yeah. So there's transportation systems within the spaceport. So you you go on down to the the warehouse and it takes, well, I mean, with with modern technology, it doesn't take that long, but you go a vast distance and you get to the, the docking bay. You make your presence known. An intermediary meets you there. Steve, you know this person. Hey. Who is it? Naomi. Okay, Naomi. So tell me about Naomi. Is she connected to Megatride? Does she is she work for a private individual? She's um privately concerned. So so she works as a personal liaison of probably a very powerful individual. Yes. yes. Okay. What does she look like? Is she human? Is she not? Please don't say she has a stutter. <laughs> but she has a French accent. <laughs> Okay, so she's French. French, human. Okay. Uh, brunette. So Steve passed the description yes. on to you. Okay. Passing the buck. Yes. Uh, short hair 
and uh, dresses in retro clothing. And French. And French. Yes, very French. (laughs) (laughs) We have officially alienated our French listeners. We have some. (laughs) I'm sure we do. So I just want to say. Well, just know it's been thousands of years. Maybe the accent has changed over time as it's become more global. I'm just going to apologize to our French listeners right now. I'm American. I don't know any better. He's from Louisiana. I want to hear this. No, that's Cajun. That's different. I still want to hear this. <laughs> Bonjour. How are you? It's been a long time. That's perfect. Perfect. Keep it up. Naomi. Haven't seen you in, well, not even the last time I was at Earth. So some, so a few years now. Wee oui, wee. Oui. She's also a deep voiced woman. <laughs> all that smoking <laughs> yes <laughs> so you d- you discuss terms with naomi and do a little bit of catching up yes which we're just gonna gloss over <laughs> thank you and naomi shows you the artwork that you'll be handling it is you know some statuary very nice very very expensive she impresses on you just how fantastically expensive this artwork is because it is ancient earth artwork so you're going to pack this in crates full of like packing because i don't have you seen my ship recently we yes (laughs) merd this is the best night ever (laughs) is there a problem with your ship no no the the irritated badger is a great fine well-run vessel with no mechanical problems ever it's just doesn't it's not the prettiest looking vessel it just and see it does not have to be pretty it just has to do the job that's the irritated badger all right and some of the crew some of the crew not us most of the what are you trying to say about <laughs> how soon can you pick up the artwork oh picking it up we could we could take it back to the irritated badger today my engineer will have the irritated badger in the air in no time at all and get this delivered that's very good. What is the the time frame? She gives Naomi gives you a time frame of not long enough to where you can take your time, but soon enough to where Gideon has to step it up a little bit with the repairs. So probably about, and it takes like a week to get anywhere to a, a reasonable jump point. So, so about, we need to be leaving in about three days. There we go. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's very doable. Well, I'm glad you think so. For this kind of money, I mean, I'd promise you anything, but this time I. What? Zico said we were never going to talk about that night. You arrange transportation of the package to the Badger. And we'll just say that any of the expenses of doing all this stuff is going to be covered by your final payment. Naomi leaves. Thank God. And you arrange transportation uh, of the artwork to the Irritated Badger. Yes. Okay. So what does the crew do after the job is arranged? I have to go back to the ship and let... Gideon know that we have to be ready to fly in three days. Oh, he'll love that. So what are Flossie and Rin doing? Flossie is going to look for an animal shelter. Someone's going to try to sell Valhalla. (laughs) Okay, what is Rin doing? Rin will find some volunteer work with some children to pass the time. In a spaceport. In a spaceport. I'm sure there's something. I'd probably have to pass a background check. <laughs> yeah, how long do you think you're going to be here? Well, no, not long. Three days. Just something to help children. It doesn't have to be with children. 
So you probably find like, like, you know, kids and space travel and all that, they can get all nervous and everything. So you're just kind of maybe there making faces at the little kids, keeping them calm and entertained while their parents are telling stories. Yeah. Uh, There we go. Okay. Sounds good. Gather around children. So Flossie's looking for an animal shelter. Zeke, you are probably riding with the artwork back to the irritated badger. Say, hey, Gideon, guess what? We'll get to that. Rent. While you are telling stories to the children. So I'm imagining that you are sitting down uh, cross-legged with the kids kind of in like, um, you know, like in airports, how they have like the gates. Yeah. Like you're waiting and stuff for, for a ship to land and board and stuff. So you're in there and there's like monitors around with like the news and the weather and conditions on other planets right. and the arrivals and all that. On one of the monitors, you see, it looks like a news clip, a picture of somebody who is uh, most wanted. It is Earth's Earth's most wanted. And it's a picture of a member of the crew. Who is it? Gideon. Gideon. <laughs> Gideon got shit on enough. When? <laughs> We've got baby Zeke's. <laughs> Flossie's insane. <laughs> Couldn't be Flossie. Accurate. <laughs> but G- Gideon's so sweet and normal that, that I think something yeah, needs yeah. to be... So here's the thing. So you see, it's a picture of Gideon with wanted across it, like pictures, like he's never been incarcerated before. So it looks like, like still footage from security cameras. It looks like looking all like sneaky or or something. And that's well, Gideon, but what crime does it say he's wanted for? It doesn't have to be the crime he actually committed. Terrorism. I mean, it has to be something serious to be. He's on display wanted for Acts of extreme terrorism. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So here's something else. Does it say he's wanted dead or alive? There's a reward for information. And it just says wanted. Okay. And I'm assuming, so for acts of extreme terrorism, I'm sure the reward for information would be pretty significant. Yes. Okay. So this is what you see. Mm-hmm. What do you do? How much money is it? They just want information. <laughs> um. <laughs> About a week ago, he was in the vicinity of a black hole. <laughs> <laughs> he may or may not have escaped. We don't know. We don't know. Um, Ren will finish uh, the story up real quick and excuse herself. Watch out for the space squids. And through the comms, uh, Gideon, so are you a terrorist? Am I? What? You're wanted. Well, yeah. I'm... As a terrorist. Terrorist? Yep. You're you're on the screens here. So they want a lot of money. Should I turn you in? Wait. No, wait. Well, well, slow down. Wait. Zeke, Zeke just came rolling in here with a giant crate of something. Several wait. giant crates of something. So, what? Hold on. Zeke, can this wait? I just found out I'm a terrorist. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah okay, good. Let me, I'm, I'm, I'll be in the comm room. Hold on. He pulls up some news feeds. I'm just going to be directing, you know, movers. So you're, you're doing that, and from the distance of the ship, you're, oh my God! How much extra does it cost to you guys to not have heard anything? The androids don't look like they care much. Gideon comes running out to, to where you are, Zeke, and, and you can hear this over the comms too, Flossie, because I'm wanted as a terrorist. That's pretty neat. No, Flossie does not hear. Ren hears oh. this. Yeah, Gideon would purposefully not let Flossie hear this. <laughs> Whatever. 
Like, I, that's, I mean, I'm wanted in Union Space, but not for terrorism. Wait, do you want me to list your recent crimes, or? Well, but none of them involve terrorism. Maybe aiding terrorists, which are you guys. Right, we blew up that one wait, wait, place. But he's looking at the, he, actually, he pulls up the, the news feed and AR on his um, little handy-dandy AR wrist thing. He says, wait, this says I'm specifically wanted on Earth. So all we have to do is leave Earth? Well, it's going to be a few days. Like three? You got three. I got three days to you, fix the ship. Oh, so some more news. See all these crates? We have to take these, um, I think Flossie said we were taking them to the Order of Fear. We're taking crates to pirates? Yes. In three days. Right. There's a time limit. While I'm wanted for terrorism on the planet we're on. Yeah. So don't leave the ship and get to work. I don't, I can't work under this pressure. Take some pills. I'm not going <laughs> to stop pushing drugs off on I me. can help. Isn't that like- Flossie can help. How does Flossie hear us? <laughs> <laughs> You oh my she God! She's in my head. Right? How does Flossie hear us? When does Flossie not hear us? You know, in retrospect, I really should have thought of that. Yeah. Gideon switches the the comms over so that way you can have a normal freaking conversation, like normal beings. So, what do you need help with? I'm wanted for terrorism on Earth. Cool. What'd you do? Nothing. What I did it say you did? It just says wanted for acts of extreme terrorism. And it, it's, whoa, that's a lot of credits for information. You guys wouldn't, you wouldn't, would you? No, you're, you're more no. useful with us than you are not. Okay, good. Cause, for real, anyway. Well, no, seriously, this is, I mean, if they're actively looking for me, I mean, a deep enough scan will find me. I mean, we came in. Registered as the irritated badger. I didn't change the transponder or anything like that. So, so, so anyone looking close enough will find me. So let's get out of here then. Well, no, the ship won't be ready. I, we can't. We can't leave for a couple of days. Do you I'm, need help relaxing? No, no, Flossie. I don't. No, no. What? It I, works. I have I my own stash why of batteries. Anybody ever? I would just greatly appreciate it if maybe. You guys could figure out why I'm wanted as a terrorist and maybe do something about it. Okay, but you might like it. Not the terrorist part, but the feeling better part. Well, you know, I tell you what. Well, I'll make you a deal, Flossie. If you can help, if if some way, somehow, you figure out why I'm wanted for terrorism, I'd greatly appreciate it. Hell, if you manage to somehow clear my name, I don't care what you do to me. Maybe I should back up for a second. Anything that isn't, <laughs> it's not causing any permanent damage. Okay, Flossie? permanent damage okay good yeah all right only good things since i'm stuck in the ship though i'm gonna need somebody to buy a plutaris mark 17 sensor suite designed specifically for a wombat class freighter okay that shouldn't be hard here just write it down he he sends you like a the shopping list basically kind of what to look for it has like a little picture and everything and he forwards you some credits and everything for it he's like this is great this is my first time on earth and i'm a wanted terrorist you get used to it really mhm good to know don't do terrorist activities i'm not a terrorist don't associate sure. yourself with well, terrorists yeah. i don't know you were doing something sneaky on the tv that's all i could say you know anyway you know what Help me out, and I'll help you guys out. Because if I get pinched, nobody's going to fix the badger. 
Yeah, but, you know you're right. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. You're right. I'm surrounded by assholes. And we'll pick up next time where hopefully the crew of space morons can clear the name of a wanted terrorist. I have a good feeling about this one, guys. Do you listen to the Chaotic Goodness podcast and own an Android device? Do your favorite space morons a favor. Go to the Google Play Store and download the Podcast Republic app. This awesome app lets you access all of your binge-worthy podcasts in one place, right on your device. Once you download, be sure to subscribe to the Chaotic Goodness podcast so you don't miss any new episodes. What are you waiting for? Go to Google Play to get Podcast Republic for your Android device. Thanks for joining us on another chaotic adventure. We would like to thank another dead weirdo, Sulfuric, Grant Anderson, Peace Loving Games, and Tabletop Audio. And thanks most of all to our listeners. Your interaction keeps us going. We love to read your feedback on the show, so leave us a review wherever you listen. Please visit us at nerdsmith.org to join our community. Just click the donate link and subscribe for access to subscriber-only bonus content, exclusive merch, Discord server access, and more. If you'd like to be a part of the podcast, please visit chaoticgoodnesspodcast.com to submit a jump point for an upcoming story arc. If you want to keep up with the cast, find us on Twitter at chaotic underscore podcast. Stay tuned for more chaos. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Birchfield Institute Archives. Sit with me among these ancient tomes as we explore like sands through the hourglass. The days of... Faustus, what are you doing? Aw, hey, Ren. Gods, what is all this smoke? Ah, it's just incense for the ritual. How else am I gonna reach through the plains to tell these fine folk about all the cool adventures that our friends you have? You cannot hotbox in the special collections wing. You will ruin the books. I can fix anything that gets broken. Now. That is not I the don't point. Why this is such a Threads in the Veil, an audio drama series on nerdsmith.org or wherever you get your podcasts. You